Welcome to Perfectly Paranormal, Episode 4. My name's Anna Schmidt, and I'm here every week to share with you true paranormal encounters and information about devils, demons, and dark energy beings that no one else talks about. And this week, we're talking about are paranormal beings dangerous? And we'll explore a real-life paranormal experience about an entity, not of the dark kind, but nonetheless frightening to those who don't understand him. So let's start this podcast with the entity behind the stairs. Now, I met Kathy and Rob uh, in around about 2018, they'd moved to southern Tasmania from the mainland and they wanted to share their story about the building, the historic building that they'd purchased to renovate to be their new home. Now, this building had a paranormal history, which dated back to the early 1800s. The whole family was excited about renovating and moving into this building. Now, Kathy and Rob had two sons in their early 20s, and both boys loved paranormal investigating. When they'd been on overseas holidays, they'd spend a lot of time exploring castles and old dilapidated buildings while their parents were off doing other things on their holidays. So I sat with the family on a Friday afternoon and listened to their son who told me the story of the dark spirit he'd seen lurking behind the Blackwood staircase in the main part of the building and how it attacked anyone who went near it. Now the neighbours had told the family stories of this troublesome spirit and how people would come from far and wide to call this entity out, hoping to catch its reaction on camera, to catch a glimpse of this paranormal entity. Now, this approach isn't a very respectful way to communicate with energy beings. Living people don't like being poked, prodded, jeered at, or spoken to disrespectfully. So why do they think that it's okay to communicate with non-living beings in that way? Because you really don't know what type of energy being you're dealing with and you don't understand how it's going to react. So depending on their temperament and tolerance levels for foolish human behaviours, energy beings can send very strong messages to stay away and don't mess with me. They can infect your mind, unravel your emotions and sometimes attack your body in extreme cases. So over a five-year period, this being behind the stairs had supposedly scratched many people who had entered this abandoned building with ill intentions, and one man was left delirious for weeks, while another never fully recovered his faculties. The family was intrigued to see what kind of response that I would get. They'd been in the building many, many times as a family, day and night. They'd not seen it. They'd not felt it, and they wanted to see if the stories that were told about this energy being were just horror stories made up by the local neighbourhood. So over the coming months, the family invited me to visit the building on numerous occasions, and I'd sit behind the stairs very quietly, just 
making general conversation, just speaking very gently and softly into that space behind the stairs. And only once did I see a fleeting glimpse of a being with my physical eyes. It was just like a black shadow that moved around in that dark space. And I felt something sort of waft past me at one stage. And I did, over many times, smell the stench of rotting eggs. Now, like that is that is a really, really defined smell. Now, these dark energy beings can quite often drop, well, drop a stink is what I call it. If they're upset or they don't understand, they're not really sure, they don't trust. So they'll drop this smell just to let you know that they're there. Now, it didn't frighten me. More so, I just continued what I was doing, just treading softly and being gentle. Now, you're going to love this. Late one night, I was sitting in my lounge room thinking about this being behind the stairs and I saw the vision of a teddy bear in my third eye. Now, this bear was brown, it had a little backpack on and I'd had a bear similar to this in my house for quite a few months now. It was a present from a friend. It was one of the paranormal investigation tools um, that I used to use a few months ago. And this bear was just sitting on a shelf in my bedroom. I had just this quick flash of the bear's image in my mind. And I knew that this energy being wanted what I call an offering. Now, I was more than happy to give this bear as a gift. And the family were intrigued as to why this energy being wanted a teddy bear. Now, when you think about it, why does, why does anyone want a teddy bear? They're soft, they're cuddly, they just, they make you feel nurtured and comfortable, you know. So this made me think, is this actually a dark energy being or is it something else? Now, this being felt comfortable enough to show himself to me over the next few months and I glimpsed his form through flashes in my third eye, just very quick visions. He was not a dark energy being at all, but he was an elemental who cared for the surrounding land as a type of spiritual caretaker. Now, from what I could see, he had a large round body covered in long, straggly, sort of clumps of matted brown hair. I couldn't see his face as he sat with his back facing me into this dark space behind the stairs. But he told me telepathically that he loved solitude and he would tolerate the family living in the building as long as they left him alone. So during those months of building a type of very tolerant friendship, he confidently requested other items to go with his teddy bear. Firstly, an apple, then a shell, and a particular clear quartz crystal, which he'd seen when visiting my home energetically. And yes, these beings can freely travel wherever they want to. He may have come to my home to watch and observe me and make sure that I was the kind, caring person that he saw when he was in his dwelling. The elemental being never hurt me or affected my mind in any way in all the time that I spent with him. And do you know why? Because it's all about the approach. So every energy being responds to respect and kindness. 
Some beings require more time to calm their ruffled feathers. They don't quite trust and we can understand why. So I just added patience. I just added patience and I just continued because I wanted to know about this being. So the family were most intrigued to hear about their house guest and how he wasn't moving out. He had no intentions of going anywhere. I'd asked him many times why he was located at that particular place. He didn't have an answer. It was just that this is where I am and this is what I do and I just ask to be left alone. And the family all decided that they could live alongside him and respect each other's needs. So I don't go to that place anymore, but I know I positively impacted the elemental being living behind the stairs. And I'm sure that he could still visit my home if he wanted to. There are elemental beings in many places around the world, and they are mostly nature carers. Some of them are keepers of doorways, keepers of portals. Quite often they're spiritual caretakers of the land. I've interacted with a few of these elemental beings now through my house healing work but none compare to the being behind the stairs. So now we're going to look at a question from Emma, who lives in Ohio in the USA, and she asks, are dark entities dangerous? Now, this question has two answers from my perspective, yes and no, depending on what you want to believe. So let's start with the no. So over the centuries, many of the societies around the world have trained the mass population to believe that Satan and demons will harm you. They will hurt you. They're out to get you. This is all fear and control-based behavior and not the opinion that I have personally or what I have observed over quite a few decades of my own life. There's always rebels though and I have experienced pushes, shoves, electric shocks and attempts to mess with my mind but I've never come to physical harm in the 35 years plus that I've been doing this work and I'm going to be talking a lot about this through many many stories that I'll share in this podcast. These beings don't trust us. They've been persecuted over the centuries, like I've just mentioned, and their instant reaction from 80% of them is distrust. There's probably 10% who are out to pinch, punch, poke, prod, or give electric shocks, but they're always warnings. They're never designed to harm us because we are a food source. These energetic beings feed off the negative energetic imprints that we create through our emotions. They can enhance and exacerbate already existing mental health conditions, but they don't actually cause these conditions in the first place. They know what our triggers are. So in a way, they will trigger us to create, whether it be mentally, emotionally or physically, the energetic food that these energy beings need to feed off. So 
they're not as detrimental as they've been made out to be in the history books. That They do it for another reason. So are they dangerous? Depends on your perspective. I'm not going to say definitely yes or definitely no. It all comes down to what you personally want to believe. But in this podcast, I'm going to be sharing all sorts of different perspectives. So I don't judge any questions that come in. I am open to share and help educate people about these dark energy beings from a different perspective. So in episode five, we're going to look at how dark energy beings move around in our environment. They have some really ingenious ways of getting about. And I'm going to share with you what I know. And oh my gosh, I'm going to share one of my all-time favorite stories, Tasmanian story again. In the early days, I did a lot of local work before I started working remotely worldwide. So this is, this is a real doozy. This is a story about a demon hunter who wanted to go part-time. And the second interesting part of this story is about the demonic being that presented itself in my kitchen. Now, this was a game changer for me. This was an up-leveling of my skills in the early day, and it really opened my eyes to the different rankings of dark and demonic level beings that are out there. So I look forward to sharing these spooky interactions with you in episode five. Thank you for joining me today. And don't forget to send me your paranormal questions and stories you'd like to share with the world. I'm always up for a good paranormal story. You can email me at spiritualbeing44 at gmail.com. And for information about paranormal house clearing, you can visit my website, Spiritual Being. See the description box for the web address. And I look forward to sharing this spooky space with you again next week. And remember, life is perfectly paranormal. <laughs>